All right, and welcome back to Staying Off Topic, Voting Edition. I don't know what you want to call this one, but I'm I am recording this the day after voting. Um, as of right now, at the time right now, um, they have not picked a president yet. Uh, Biden's up two sixty four to Trump's two thirteen. There are still four states, I believe four. But there's like four states that are um, that haven't decided yet. I think it'll be decided by tomorrow, but doesn't matter. Here's here's the reason why I felt to, to get on the mic at this time. I did not vote for Trump. I also did not vote for Kanye. If you've been following me along with the Kanye series, uh, I also did not vote for him either uh, <laughs> uh he conceded yesterday uh so so did i uh because that's how much chance he had me and him had the same amount of chance to become a president this time so we both made our concession concession speeches um last night or <laughs> i don't fucking know he made a tweet he was like welp 2024 I, I love the man. He's, he's my favorite rapper. I did, he's hilarious, though. Either way, the reason why I made this, there's a couple things. I've been having um, discussions or arguments with people um, on uh, almost a daily basis, or I've been seeing things that I really don't care to see on a, on a fairly daily basis on, on the interwebs, on the, the book face and the young Twitters. And... I am trying to show people, and I know you can't win arguments on the internet, but the thing is, is that, you know, what happened earlier this week, or I guess at the end of last week, weekend-ish, uh, was the bus thing. The bus, Joe Biden's bus, uh, tour bus, or whatever you want to call those things, uh, filled with staffers, were, it was like... Uh, surrounded by a whole bunch of Trump supporters and uh, the bus said that they tried to run them off the road, um, et cetera, et cetera. And my argument was that earlier that day or the day before Donald Trump Jr., Trump's son, decided to go on TV and say, we need to give Biden a, a, a welcome to Texas. OK, so you are advocating that we need to that Trump supporters need to meet and greet the Joe Biden campaign trail ish thing to me that shows that you are trying to signal virtual signal dog whistle the people to confront or impede the situation so what I compared it to and the reason why I'm, I decided to get on the mic today was because I compared it to uh, Nazis. I did. Let me tell you why. Not that these not that these people are committing mass murders, but the fact that there are people who are quote unquote leaders of the world, of the free world, of the United States, who are getting people to do irrational things that they wouldn't normally do. A la when the Nazi guards got found out 
they were asked, would you normally do this? No, I was just following orders. This is not something I believed in. I didn't hate Jewish people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You are getting people to do things irrationally, and that is a problem. Why would you surround, why would you go on a high speed, why would you go on a highway, for that matter, and surround a bus with your car and have tens to you know dozens and dozens of cars doing the same thing a is dangerous b it is a scare tactic and i don't understand how and the argument i sorry the argument i got into it with this girl was she said it wasn't bullying what what do you call it i i call it bullying i don't know what else to call it honestly so yeah so to me, I, I don't I don't understand. So then she said I disrespected Jewish people by calling these people Nazis. If anything, I, I didn't even mention Jewish people. I didn't mention the Holocaust. I didn't mention any of that. If anything, I disrespected the Nazis, but they're bad people. So it's okay to disrespect them. In my I mean, I don't care what anyone says. I will disrespect a the Nazi. They're Nazis. Simple, whether they're old, old Nazis or new, new Nazis. It doesn't matter. Old, new, new, new. I don't care. I don't care who you are. You're a Nazi. You're a piece of shit. Simple. You're a piece of shit under my, under my boot. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it is. So to say that this isn't what Trump supporters are doing, well, it is. You're intimidating people. Uh, there was a clash at the voting polls on the voting on uh, or during early voting of Trump supporters, you know, uh, ramping up the thing and then they, uh, uh, ramping up early voting in one city. And then all of a sudden they had to, you know, evacuate. And then they, the police came and pepper sprayed people. Like, like, come on, man. Why do that? If you can win fair and square, why do you need to resort to ridiculous tactics? Honestly, why? Because you don't think you can win. Because you're shallow and insecure and you don't know what to do. So to me, you know, that's that. So the girl I got into an argument with, she decided to post something. And I'll read to you what it said. What it said was, remember that feeling you got when the second plane hit the Twin Towers and you realized what was going on? You should have that same feeling again right now. So, as I'm disrespectful to Nazis and Nazi sympathizers, apparently, the fact that Trump is losing the race is equivalent to the second plane hitting the Twin Towers? equivalent you're telling me 2000 people dying in two buildings falling to the ground uh the pentagon getting hit uh people's lives united states lives being changed forever is equivalent to trump losing an election you gotta be fucking kidding me i don't under i don't understand how that's not disrespectful but what i said isn't and that's the ultimate point of this whole thing it's a double standard. Trump supporters are a double standard. They can do and say whatever the fuck they want to say. But then when somebody who they don't agree with says the same exact thing or comes with the same exact energy. It's different. No, it's not. You're a piece of shit. You are a piece of shit. That's what it is. It's not different. You're a piece of shit. Simple. 
and I can't believe this girl posted this. And I was like, I, I literally told my girlfriend, I was like, I don't mind disagreeing or arguing with this girl because ultimately I know she's a good person, not because she votes for Trump, because I don't believe that, but because of the, the way she's helped me or the way she's talked to me, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not dismissing her. I think she's stupid for voting for Trump. So there's that. I also think uh, we don't have like a good conversation. We're not friends, but she is on my Facebook and I haven't deleted her. I won't delete you because you vote for Trump. I'll delete you for being an ignorant motherfucker. And she's about to get deleted because that you should have the same feeling because Trump is losing. He didn't even lose yet. He could still win. But because he's losing, it's almost like a plane hitting a building and killing 22,000 people. Fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. That's exactly how. So so to me, uh, I, I do hope Trump loses. At the, at, the, at, the, at the taping of this, I hope Trump loses. Uh, he is losing at the current moment. I hope he loses. I hope he gets kicked out of the White House. I hope I don't have to hear from her again, like per his words, per his request. I hope that we don't have to ever hear from this man again. Uh, will we? I don't know. Will he lose? I don't know. Uh, will I have to go to work tomorrow? I think I'm off tomorrow, but will I have to go to work the next day? Yes, I'll have to go to work the next day, regardless of who wins or who loses. It doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter to me necessarily, but it does. It matters a lot, actually. That's why I voted. And the next topic we're going to talk about is actually voting. Hold that thought. So that last topic that we heard that I talked about, spoke about, was recorded two weeks ago two weeks and some change days ago um it is now two weeks later um today or yesterday biden won georgia for the recount so just to catch everybody up and to catch my past self up to this future recording or something um biden was declared a winner like Four days later, I know I said this thing will be decided by tomorrow. Wrong. Wrong. Um, it wasn't. It's still not decided. Honestly, I really don't know. Um, what I do know is that Trump put out all this litigation, kept saying people are losing, um, but kept saying he won, kept saying Biden lost, kept saying voter all the things I don't know I don't care honestly just somebody pick somebody pick a side and let's go um is Hillary Swank hot or not I don't know um it's an office reference anyway um so there's that honestly I don't have the patience or the energy anymore um yeah, I just don't. So, yeah, that's that is what it is. But I'll tell you what I am gonna tell you guys about. So I have a whole list of topics that I write down when I feel like I want to talk about it on the uh, on this young podcast. And um, I've been writing down this list for a long time because I'm a procrastinator, or just I don't know what I am. But either way, I have a whole list of things to talk about and. Um, I'm not going to talk about any of it. 
I'm going to talk about what I learned today. If you don't know, I am a big fan of Kev on stage. I'm part of his Patreon, which means uh, my Patreon is where it's kind of like crowdfunding almost. Um, it's sort of like that, but basically you pay for content that you can't get for free. So he posts different things online, like all this podcast, he'll do live and then you can watch them live. And then, but they don't come out for like two or three days after the fact, um, or he'll post bonus episodes, etc. So, so I've, I've watched his, his stuff. I'm, I'm really a huge fan. I like everything he's been doing. Um, it's really inspirational for me. Um, honestly, the reason why I started this podcast, uh, here's the thing, whether it's good or bad, that doesn't matter to me. But the reason why I started a podcast, because I had, like I told you guys before, if you listen to the earlier episodes, I had something to say, whether it was to myself, whether it was to other people, but I have stuff to talk about. So all of a sudden it's hot in here. Um, so I had something to talk about. Um, and he literally posted a video, just a random video one day, two years ago, three years ago. And he was like, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I talked about it, but he was like, start that podcast. So what? And, and that's facts. And that's what I did. So now I have two podcasts, which is crazy. Either way, I watched his podcast today with him and his wife. It's called the love hour. Um, they'll, they'll have guests on and whatnot. So they brought on this therapist. Um, he's a, I think he's a marriage counselor slash therapist situation. And he had these seven things and was called, uh, imposter syndrome. And I may have talked about that before. Um, but there's like seven, uh, seven different subcategories of imposter syndrome. And then there was a couple of different ones. There was like the perfectionist, the expert, uh, and basically what imposter syndrome is, is being somewhere or doing something at a high level and basically you not thinking you belong there or sabotaging yourself while you're there to bring you off of that level. So I realize that each category or subcategory, whatever, you don't just fall into one. If you have this, you fall into multiples. And as I was watching it, I was listening and the people on the podcast were like, that's me, that's me, et cetera, et cetera. And the first couple ones, I was like, well, I got a little bit of that. And I got a little bit of that. And I got a little bit of that. But it, but it really didn't hit me until the last one. And it made me think. So I'm going to talk about it. That's the reason. Honestly, that's the reason why I came back to this to this episode. So what they talk about, um, I don't know the subcategory called. So I'm going to just give you half the name because I don't remember the whole thing. Because I didn't write it down. So I didn't know I wanted to talk about it until I wanted to talk about it. Um, but basically it was called like inherent genius or sub genius or something like that. Um, and basically if I can explain, it's not saying like you're a genius, but what it is saying is how, um, or lazy genius, I think it was called. Um, basically what it's saying is, is that things come rather easy for you. Okay. And when things get hard, you quit um, because you feel that if it's not easy, then you shouldn't be doing it. Not that you can't do it, 
but because it didn't come as easy as something else that you've mastered or that you're expert at, then this isn't something that you want to do. So for example, for take me, so I won't talk about the people on the podcast, I'll just talk about me myself. So for example, school came easy to me. And so I excelled at school, but I never had to try because it was easy. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I don't really, I didn't really get challenged with school. If there was a challenging part, I didn't do anything to overcome that challenge. I was just like, man, this is dumb. Okay. When he was speaking about that, I was like, ooh, this kind of hurts. And again, I was a little leery because it was like genius, genius, genius. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a genius, but it was, but that was just what the category was called. And so I was thinking about it and I was like, man, this sounds like me so much. And I've realized what happened to me was that things were easy. Then I was thrown a curveball, right? And because I was at the height of what I was doing, I was, here's the thing. I was, I'm always told like, oh, Keith, you're, you're talented or you're creative or you're smart or you're enjoyable. You're this, you're this, um, that when things get hard and people don't say those, um, affirming words, you go, I don't want to do this anymore. And so when I was listening to this, I was thinking of so many things that I've quit when they got difficult. So I was like, man, and I know this about myself. I said this about, I said this about myself multiple times, but it really hit home today because I was like, and what he said, he said, you, you talk yourself out of becoming a master at something else because it was difficult one time. He said, how can you expect to become a genius at something that you just started trying? And he he was absolutely right. And I thought about it. I was like, I tried doing I tried doing different, you know, uh, jobs. Every job I've ever had has been easy for me. Okay. Um, every job I've ever had has been easy except for one. And I tried it and it was difficult and it was difficult. It was difficult because I don't like, I don't like negativity. I don't like being told no. I don't like failure. I don't like, I don't like being turned down. I don't like rejection. That's the word I'm looking for. And another thing he said was you don't think that you failed at the things that you quit. You don't ever think that you think you don't even think like, oh, this was too hard for me to do. You think I shouldn't be doing that. That's why I left. It wasn't worth my time. That's why I quit. You don't think, oh, this was too hard. That's why I quit. No, you think this isn't worth my time. So I don't want to do this anymore. I am so guilty of that, that it honestly, and I've I've said this in the podcast before, it led to my depression. It led to me not feeling fulfilled because everything I've tried has been good. Everything I've tried has been easy. Everything I've tried has been lucrative. And when I had to quit 
my job, things became harder. Money wasn't as available as it was for years prior. All of a sudden, because I had to conform my job around my time, where before I was con- I was conforming my time around my job, when I had to do that, all of a sudden it was like, well, this isn't going to be easy for you. Now you got to work part time. And then every time I went back full time, it was less time I had to spend with the family. So then I would quit because it got too hard. And I was like, that sucks because that makes me feel like a bum. Like, oh, it's too hard. So you're going to quit. Yes. <laughs> I want to do something easy. The job I have now is easy. They make it hard for me. But now that I know what I want to do, I don't want to do that. Right. So I don't think it's because whatever, because this job is easy. This job has come easy for me. I like doing certain things and I'm going off on a tangent, but it is what it is. But I like doing certain things. I like training people. I like managing. I like, you know, directing people, things like that. I love I don't want to say love being in charge because I don't feel like I'm in charge. I feel like I'm equal. I just no more I don't know I know that doesn't sound right but that's how I feel I guess because I said it um but yeah I just I I was like okay well let's find something like that and I don't know it just it really threw me for a loop but there's so many things where I'm just like oh there was a thing called the there was a thing called the soloist the soloist was you don't feel like anyone else can do as good a job as you can when i tell you i was like fuck this guy's reading me like a fucking book and i was like god damn okay what about the expert the expert and i don't know all of them i don't know there was like seven i don't know all but the expert was you do so much oh there's also another a perfectionist that was another one too but it is sorry 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 the expert was you research everything until you become an expert at it, but you're never going to feel like you're an expert at it because you're going to be like, well, I haven't researched everything. And even in and, and like the one in the pocket, like Kevin Sage was saying, he was like, no matter what, things change every day. So even if you read up on everything up to today, tomorrow it changes. So you're never really going to be an expert at it. And I was like, damn. I do that. I do that. I, I, I had a marketing business before. I, even this podcast, I make sure everything's perfect, right? I mean, I try, try. I try to make sure everything's perfect to my ability until I find it. And now let's go. Into, okay. Before we talk about that, let's go to perfectionist. Perfectionist is it's not that you want to be perfect, but if it's not perfect, I'm not putting it out. Right. So there was two different there was two there's three different people on this podcast plus the, the guy who wrote the whatever. So there's four people on this podcast. So Kevin says was talking about his wife and there's a guy named Joshy. And he was saying there's two different ones. And he was saying his wife is a perfectionist as um Okay, I this is as perfect as I can make it. I'm gonna put it out there. And he put it, she puts it out there and she goes, man, there's so many things messed up with it. There's so many things messed up with it. This looks like crap. This is this, this is this, all these things are wrong. I'm not happy. 
That's one way. I'm that way too. Okay. But the more important and the more of a way than I am is the other one. He said, Joshy, Joshy a perfection. Not that, hey, it's as perfect as I'm going to get it and then I find it bad. It's if it's not perfect, I'm not going to put it out. Will it ever be perfect? Not by my standards. So I'm never going to put it out. It goes back to the lazy genius, right? It goes back to the, if I don't, if this is too difficult, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. So they all kind of meld together. But either way, going back to the podcast and going back to my other business that I had, I, listen, my business was set up. Okay. So here's the thing. I may have talked about this before. But in the marketing business, it was just like this. Okay. I had a price sheet. Hadn't sold anything yet. Okay. I had a price sheet. I had contracts. Hadn't sold anything yet. I had business cards. I had flyers. I had coupons. They weren't really coupons. Like clip, clip. Like, you know, cut them out of paper coupons. They were kind of like VIP um, kind of, it's, it's a marketing ploy where it's tangible in your hand. So you can't forget it, but it says coupon, but it's not really a coupon, but it is a coupon though. I hadn't sold anything yet and I'm already giving discounts. Okay. I had, um, I had a book bag, hadn't sold anything yet. I had t-shirts made. I was looking up offices hadn't made a single dime yet i was looking i to this day i'm gonna pull it up for you guys because I, let me tell let me tell i'm gonna show i'm gonna show you how fucking psycho i am nope that's not what i want um i'm gonna show you how psycho i am because i know i'm psycho and there's nothing i can do about it did i delete nope i did not okay so like i was saying i was looking at offices how much an office will cost a month okay i'm gonna tell you what i got i wrote it down i made a list things you things needed for an office and i wrote it down added it up what it's gonna cost me okay so what i was thinking is i was working my job i'm gonna work that five six seven days a week just so i can afford this office so i could be professional Okay, office four hundred dollars desk what i looked it up the one i wanted 166.94 the chair the chair i wanted 50.99 uh, 50 dollars 99 cents organizer paying cups notebooks um hundred dollars chair mat 25 dollars reception chair uh 55 um 55 63 55 dollars 63 cents that's for uh for uh, times two uh a banner 16.79 i had lights didn't finish that but yeah then i was like okay what um, what questions do I need to worry about when I'm looking about renting an office? Remember, at this point, I hadn't sold a single thing yet. A single thing yet. What are the hidden costs I should worry about? Rent is how much? Does that include utilities? What about parking? What is my actual cost per month? How would the space be received? Does any work need to be done? Uh, Moving ready. What am I allowed to change? What am I not? How long is the lease? What are the terms? What happens if I break the lease? Um, I got, I got, I got to contact that who I talked to Jeremy Miller, JMS 419, his number 
office space at the blank building uh rent four hundred dollars for a year lease everything included in lease amount except for phone and if i want the internet would be responsible for at least one year total i talked to this man and he told me everything i needed to know this is called the perfectionist i hadn't sold a single marketing plan a single t-shirt a single business card a single anything but if I didn't have all that together, how can you take me serious as a businessman? If I don't walk into my office every day, how can you take me serious as a businessman? And so when I had those things, and then I had my I had my trifold, I had my trifold set up, I had everything set up. I even I had this marketing scheme. Scheme sounds such like a, such a bad word, but I had this marketing plan. Uh-huh. I had this marketing plan where I would take the shunga, sh- sh- I'm sorry, shotgun route. I would take the shotgun route. The shotgun route is this. Uh, if you know anything about guns, or even if you don't, a shotgun, it's not just one bullet. It's a, it's, it's sometimes, it's sometimes a bullet, but it's a shell, um, or it's a buckshot, whatever. But it sprays when it shoots. So if you're shooting from far back, uh, if you're shooting, if you're shooting up close, it's gonna make a big hole. Um, if you're shooting from far back, it's going to be uh, peppered or it's going to be uh, dispersed. It's not going to be uh, like a single hole. It's going to be multiple holes. So the shotgun me- method is like this. I didn't have any contacts that needed my services. So what I was going to do was go through the Toledo area, find all the new small businesses. Now, how would you do that, Keith? How I would do that is I would go down. I would work. um there's a term for it. I learned in school. I don't know what it is, but I'm working from my circle of not influence, but my, 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 my location, basically whatever. I'm working from my location out. So I start from where I live and then I go out and then I come back and then I go out further and then I come back. So what you do is in like a mile radius from my house, I go to all the businesses that I think are new. Ones that have just popped up in the last year, last two years, because my my business goal, um, my business my business model was to go to new businesses and help their help them get their marketing off the ground for a low price, because I'm new at it, and so they can't afford to do uh, to help to to get with a big marketing company. So my idea was to offer lower prices not low low prices prices that would get me paid prices that would turn me a profit and all i have to do is um, i am leveraging my time for profit as a and my skills for profit as opposed to actual product okay so i didn't want to be a t-shirt design designer right i didn't want to sell logos right i wanted to come up with marketing plans social media social media plans mail plans uh in-person plans uh come up with uh uh what do they call those things uh kind of like uh, uh marketing events ex- all the things right so that was my goal so my goal was to go from my place of residence because you always start where it's closest to you because it's a it's easy to get to b it's around the city so it's gonna there, there's gonna be there don't start out further away because you have no access there so and you don't know the people there these people you actually might know so i started small 
I go out, come back, go out, come back, whatever. I don't know what it's called, but it's something. Um, but I go out to these new businesses, businesses that I know that have popped up in the last year, businesses because I live closer. That's another thing. If I live close to these businesses, I know which ones are new and which ones are old. Okay. So you have to assume that the older ones either have a marketing plan or they're working with a marketing company or they only go off of word of mouth and they're not going to pay someone else to, you know, that's, that's not the only three ways, but that's the way I think, right? They're not going to pay somebody to, to change their business model if they've been in business for 40 years. Okay. Not saying they shouldn't, but I'm saying they won't. So instead of going with that hassle and that rejection, you go to people who are grand openings. Uh, you go to people who are small businesses that just starting and they have a dream and you charge them low prices. You show them what you can do, et cetera, et cetera. Also, I had a book of samples that I was doing um, samples that I hadn't sold yet. Remember, I made a dime. Um, but either way, so I had this plan to do that. And so I took my hard earned money. I bought. How many did I buy? Is it 200? I want to say, let's say 200 envelopes. Okay. I had, I made trifold um, flyers. Um, they were front and back. I had to write a mission statement. I had to write, um, you know, hours, prices, locations. Uh, I don't even remember what all it was. It was a whole bunch of stuff, but I filled up each fold so there's six of them because it's a tri-fold so front and back so i filled up each fold with information about my business and i put that in an envelope i so i bought that there's 200 of those um they're not inexpensive uh haven't sold anything yet i took a coupon again it's just a tangible item it's not really a coupon it says it's a coupon but it's not a coupon but that's the call to action, right? Okay. No matter what service you get, here's a call to action is something that you need someone to do for you. Okay. So a call to action for a commercial would be call this number right now, a literal call to action, or come visit us at this address or call us between the times of this, uh, or go to this website and enter in this code. Those are call to action. So, had all my information on a trifold. Had all my information on a coupon. Also had my business card. And I was something else too. Um, had all that. Bought that. Bought all that. 200 of each. Stuffed them into the envelope. Put. I bought. I want to say I bought 200 stamps. And all I had to do was do the legwork. Hadn't sold a dime yet. And then I felt like it was too hard and I quit. Yep. And that's what happened. And that's all that happened. And I'm dancing because it hurts. <laughs> no, seriously, though, it, it does hurt. It sucks because I literally have all that in my closet. And I'm like, just do something with it. I'm not going to throw it away. I bought it. But am I going to am I going to do the business again? I don't know. I might. I don't know. I might. If you see KJ Productions going around the city or Kaj Production, whatever you want to call us, going around the city, um, it's me trying to make some money, <laughs> support. But um, 
if you see my website come up cashproductionsonline.com um it's not it's not active it's not fully operational right now um (laughs) but i still have those lingering thoughts that if you hadn't quit you could have xyz if you hadn't a boom you could have boom boom you know um so yeah it sucks because i mean i don't know if you can tell but i was pretty passionate about it and i really knew where i wanted to go um and i really knew the avenue i wanted to and and i quit you know um it sucks and i think that's what honestly i'll be honest with you guys that's what I, I think I've said this before, but right then and there is like what started my cycle of depression and going down you. And then after that, you know, you don't think it's your fault. You're like, oh, man, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. And then one thing they talked about was self-affirming words, uh, being nice to yourself. Uh, my girlfriend always says, I'll say something negative about myself and she'll say, don't talk about my friend that way. It makes me feel good. And then she walks out the room and I'm like, yeah, but she ain't right. So <laughs> actually, that's not true. I don't say that at all. She's actually really nice about it. But I say to her, I'm like, I'm not being negative. I'm just telling the truth. Um, you know, whatever. So it is what it is. Such is life. Um, we're going to breeze by that because because there's no crying in baseball or something or another. So, yeah, man, it really this guy this this podcast really it bred me tonight and i was really like uh sucks either way though that's gonna be the end of this episode um thank you for tuning in to staying off topic um like I said, the new format's going to be roughly around 30 minutes. This is going to be a little bit over. Um, I appreciate you sticking with me, even though I've only released three episodes in the last three months. Um, thank you. Thank you for staying with me and listening to me. Um, shout out to Chris. He always listens. I appreciate Chris. Chris is my co-host for Slushy Review. Um, if you want to know about movies, we got you. Slushy Review. Slushy Review. Slushy Review. Um staying off topic uh you can find us on twitter i don't tweet there because you know it is what it is <laughs> but i'm gonna try um but it's such or no no that's the other one but it's staying off topic um at twitter at twitter at oh, twitter.com at staying off topic um you can also that's pretty much it honestly that's all i got yeah so tune in next time i would say next week but but either way it's the same bat channel same bat place different robin time i don't know all right guys thank you bye